Welcome to MPI Potomac Cast, where you get to hear from the voices of MPI Potomac Chapter. I am Alex Plaxon, the Board Director of Diversity and Inclusion for MPI Potomac Chapter. And I am Anjali Sangvi, the Co-Chair of the Diversity and Inclusion Committee at the MPI Potomac Chapter. And today we're very excited, not only because we have an amazing guest, but this is also our very first episode. So it's, it's really exciting for us. This is something that's been a long time coming. We've been really working towards this. Um, so thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Um, let me tell you a bit about what we're talking about today. Um, for those of you who don't know, the MPI chapter just won a RISE Award, which is the highest award that you can receive from meeting professionals international. So it's very exciting. So we're going to be talking uh, a bit about the history behind that, how we got to where we are today. Um, and to join us, we have Carlos Pelham. So let's get to it. All right, so today, Carlos Pelham, he's the Director of Meeting and Conference Services at American Gas Association and the VP of Membership right now for MPI Potomac Chapter, but he has a long, long history of leadership and volunteerism in the chapter. Carlos, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. So the first question we want to ask, and this is actually going to be the question we ask all of our guests who join us, because again, this is about the chapter. This is about our members uh, and hearing from them and hearing their voices. Um, so naturally, the first question we're always going to ask is, why did you join MPI and how long have you been a member? So I've been a member of MPI for uh, almost 19 years now, which is hard to believe when I say that number out loud. Um, but yeah, it's been about 19 years and I got involved or I, I joined MPI because I had the opportunity while I was in college actually to be involved in a professional development organization. And while it wasn't focused on the hospitality world, I saw the benefits of being in a professional organization while in college. And I knew that I wanted to uh, continue to receive those benefits once I sort of got into the work world. And when I moved into the event and hospitality world, I was sort of looking for a professional development organization that I could get involved in. And that's how I, found MPI and I got involved with MPI. That's awesome. Um, you know, it, it's one thing to be a member. We have lots of members, um, but what made you want to get involved um, as a volunteering with a chapter, being a leader? Um, you've held a lot of leadership positions at MPI Potomac. Um, so what made you want to get involved in that way? Yeah, so um, again, I take it back to uh, the involvement that I was, the, the, the organization that I was involved with when I was in college and um, having the opportunity, and many of you may even know that it was PRSA, which was focused on the Public Relations Society of America. And so I was involved with that organization in college and um, they had a student run organization and a student conference that was always tied to their annual meeting for their professionals. And so throughout my time in college, I saw what it was like to be around uh, industry people of, or people within the same industry and the benefits that that had and that came along with that. And so as I was getting involved in making the transition from going, you know, focusing on PR to the hospitality world, I knew that there were benefits to being involved in a professional development organization. Um, 
from your network and just the people that you meet. And while I was in college, you know, having the opportunity to meet a lot of people that were in the chapter that I'm still friends with, uh, to the professional side of being able to expand my professional network and the benefits that come along with having those professional relationships. So um, once I learned about MPI and really sort of got to meet some of the people, I knew it was very easy for me that I wanted to be involved and to uh, become part of the chapter more than just sort of attending the events, but really sort of helping build and grow the organization. That's great. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Uh, I would love for you to tell people who don't know, um, like what roles have you surfed on? <laughs> Cause um, it's an interesting story. Not everyone gets to experience this. Sure. So I, um, like many, I started out as an attendee, you know, coming to events and not knowing anyone at the first networking reception. And you sort of, you know, do the, make your way to the bar and grab that glass of wine so that you don't feel nervous as you're walking around and you're not talking to anyone. Uh, so I went from that to getting involved in a committee and being a committee member uh, to serving as a co-chair of a committee uh, for a few years to then serving as a board director uh, and again, board director for membership, board director for uh, communications, um, and then moving to a vice president role, uh, and then ultimately becoming and serving as the chapter president uh, of the organization. Um, and so, yeah, so I've had the opportunity to go from being that, uh, being a volunteer and just sort of an attendee to events to really sort of working with and being part of the leadership for, uh, for multiple years. Um, and then I took uh, a little hiatus after that um, and had the opportunity, was asked to sort of come back uh, and serve in a, uh, a new role that was being created, uh, which has brought me back to, uh, from that role to actually applying to be on the board uh, and being a board director uh, and then sort of uh, serving this year as the vice president of membership. So. Uh, so yeah, it's been an interesting ride and it continues to, continues to go. So very excited about it. Awesome. So, so now we're going to get a little deeper. We're going to get into the warm fuzzies. I, I, I'm curious to know, because I've, I've personally been honored to experience this. Um, for those who don't know, the chapter uh, is being recognized this year as the RISE Award recipient for industry advocacy. Um, and Carlos, t tell the chapter a little bit about um, what that is for. What, what did we win it for? So chapter advocacy really is looking at um, an organization within the MPI organization that has really stood above um, all other chapters and being an advocate for the hospitality industry to the greater public and doing and taking on initiatives that may not directly be related to the industry, but that uh, speak to the better good of the organization and to the hospitality industry. Great. So as a bit of the brainchild behind the reason why we were recognized, which um, again, for those who don't know, um, is actually for the diversity and inclusion initiatives that we um, put forth um, and, and then our advocacy on the Hill as well um, with the PCMA capital chapter. Um, how does it feel to win? How does it feel to be recognized for your work? 
Um, you know, I'm honored to win. You know, I think that it is a, it truly was and, and is a team effort. And I think that it was um, exciting to see that all the hard work that went into creating the task force, ultimately the uh, committee, um, and all the work that went into from our volunteers to be recognized by national. So it truly was an honor to receive that. And I think that, again, it, truly, it was a team effort. Uh, and it just goes to show, and it was exciting for us to receive that award so that our members could sort of see the benefit of the work and dedication that they have being recognized uh, on a global level. Carlos, um, I know that, that right now DNI is a huge buzzword right now, and there's a lot going on in our country, in the world, um, that's kind of recognizing what maybe needs to happen or what has been lacking in the past. And um, one of the things that I've been fascinated with with the MPI Potomac chapter is that um, we seem to be ahead of the curve on this. Um, can you talk a little bit about how it came to be, how long ago this um, seed germinated? Like what, what brought us to this moment? Because I don't think a lot of people realize that this wasn't just something that happened last year. This is something that has been kind of ongoing for a while. Um, then you, for me, it even predates my uh, experience with MPI. So, you know, Tell us a little bit about how we got here. No, absolutely. So uh, probably about four or five years ago, um, the chapter president, uh, Leslie um, O'Connelly, had a want and a need to sort of address DNI. Um, I think just like in the current environment that we're in, um, there were little things that kept building up and people talking about wanting to make change and it would get sort of pushed to the side. Um, and I think during that time of her presidency, um, there were things and you know incidents that may have happened that she really wanted to make this a legacy for her chapter year and to make sure that we as an organization truly were a diverse and inclusive organization that was welcome to all. And it took the, uh, you know, the brainchild of her to sort of say she wanted to create a task force. She wanted to have us do the research and find out specifically what those issues were and hear from our members. And so uh, I mentioned, you know, that's sort of how I was uh, brought back as a past president to serve as the chair for that task force. And so you know, we wanted to be very open and very honest about what we were doing and what we were trying to do. And so we created a task force um, and selected or identified uh, members within our organization that represented all different communities that made up our organization and had representatives from those groups to come and sit down around the table and just have an open and honest conversation about their experiences, um, good or bad, sort of what their experiences were, what they've seen, um, if it wasn't their experience, something that they've witnessed within the organization. Um, and, you know, it wasn't a moment of trying to make excuses for those experiences, but it was listening to them and listening to what they, what they went through. Um, and then identifying those and then being able to expand upon not just that group, 
but then taking that experience and making that as sort of the foundation for the task force, but then really going out to our members and having those open and honest conversations about um, where the organization is and where it needs to go, uh, what's missing, uh, and what changes and what opportunities we have to really make it a diverse and inclusive organization. And so we sort of started with that task force um, and the task force came up with a couple of recommendations. And one of the first things that we talked about doing was uh, listening to our members. And we have a conference called, as we all know, the MACE conference. And you know, working with that team, we said, if there's gonna be a chance for us to really show that we are being serious about DNI and there's a commitment from the leadership, let's take not a breakout, but let's take a segment of one of the general sessions and create this platform where we're actually talking to a large member or a large group of our membership. And so during the town or during the uh, MACE conference that year, so that was about four years ago, uh, we had a town hall. So we took over um, one of the general session slots and really had a open conversation uh, with our members and we listened to them and they voiced their concerns, their support. Um, you know, again, things that they experienced, things that they didn't see, that they wanted to see. Um, and we were able to take all of that information and then go back and uh, create what has we were working with now is sort of called our blueprint. And sort of taking that blueprint and pulling that information together on things that we got from the town hall meeting, things that we experienced from uh, the individuals that were part of the task force uh, and pull that together. And then we sort of said, as being professionals within this industry, what have our organizations been doing or what do we see our own organizations doing as it relates to DNI that have been successful? We took all that information and those experiences and put them in, on the table and said, how can we take what an organization is doing or what they're learning and apply that to our organization and to the, for the chapter. Um, and so through all of that, we created a, uh, this sort of blueprint that we sort of proposed to the board and it really put things in sort of two buckets. It was uh, focused on the membership and things that we can do to better uh, our members and so that they were having a better experience as being a part of the organization, but then also looking at our leadership uh, and not just the elected leadership of the board and the executive committee, but our co-chairs uh, of the committees, as well as the volunteers, uh, because we all have a role to play when it comes to DNI. And it's important that it's not just a one person uh, who is sort of serving as a police that's sort of checking off boxes, but really sort of making sure that all leaders understand the mission and the cause and the, the need for diversity and inclusion within an organization. Um, and so that sort of task force uh, moved to Anthony Molino's year where he felt that it was important enough to show the importance of DNI to take this task force and turn it actually into a permanent board position um, where there was an active, an actual board committee that was being represented and doing initiatives. Um, and so during his year, he created a, a board role, uh, which I had the opportunity to serve as the board director for uh, the, DNI, um, the DNI committee. 
and then sort of formalizing that committee. So then the blueprint that was presented to the board the year prior, the committee could then start enacting on some of those initiatives and really sort of uh, making changes within the organization. Um, which has sort of been an amazing experience. And I think all of that over the course of those four years, um, we have really grown and we have made mistakes along the way and we've noticed those and you know, have made changes. Um, and I think that is really sort of why um, when we presented ourselves and sort of submitted that application to MPI Global, uh, really showing that this has been a multi-year uh, sort of commitment that we've had that we started to really try and make changes to the betterment of the local MPI chapter. That's so great. And obviously, we would not be here today in these roles uh, if that all did not happen. Um, so selfishly, I'm very happy that it did. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing to be asked to come back as a um, past president and lead a task force. It is a completely other thing to be asked back onto the board to do this a second time. Um, and then to stay on the board and now be in a VP role, um, you know, it says a lot about um, how passionate you are about this organization, Carlos. And so I, I do want to touch on that. And, and I do want to ask, what was it like to be asked back into into leadership because a lot of past presidents are like cool did my year i'm done um you know moving on with my life um but you're really back in the thick of it so what was that like um you know it was interesting actually because i as you said you know serving on the board for you know seven eight years and serving as the president immediate past president as you said, you know, I've, I've served uh, my years and now I want to go back to being that sort of attendee. But um, I, through, throughout those years of being a volunteer and being on the board, uh, MPI really did help catapult my professional development, um, my career. And so I do hold a special place for MPI and what that means. And I know that um, the leaders all experience that same thing. And part of their goal and what and the reason that they're involved is to really help create an opportunity or an organization and an environment that really helps our members advance their careers, advance their professional development, advance their network, and to be able to come back and, you know, initially to be asked to come back. Uh, I was happy to do that. Um, and then to sort of go through and apply to be on the board again. Uh, it's one of those things like, do I really have to apply? But you know, applying and recognizing that there is a process, which again, I appreciate uh, that it is, that does say something about the process that we have in place for the people that are selected to serve on the board. Um, and so again, was honored to apply to be on the board, to be selected to serve on the board and to serve in that board role. And then to come back, um, as you said, to sort of come up to a vice president role uh, and you know, not just sort of focused on one element, uh, but focused on the VP of membership and looking at recruitment, retention, you know, our community involvement uh, and really sort of embracing all that again and being um, an advocate again for MPI. But again, I think it goes a lot back to, or goes a lot to 
uh, my involvement and my time when I was there. I enjoyed being involved in the organization. I think it's a great organization to be a part of. And so, you know, again, honored to have been selected to be on the board and really looking forward to uh, working with Devin this year and her presidency uh, to carry out sort of her, uh, her vision for the year. Uh, so again, it was an honor. I'm looking forward to it again, but uh, it is sort of a different aspect because as you said, you've served as that president. And, you know, to be very honest, you have to remember that you're not the president. And so you are the vice president. And, uh, you know, there are times where you want to sort of say something, but part of the process, I think, for the board is that board members are also learning as they're, you know, in the board roles and in their VP roles. And so there's an opportunity there for me not to say anything and not take away those learning moments uh, from those from those leaders. And so there is a time where, you know, you sort of uh, let people speak and learn and then sort of provide guidance if needed and things like that. So, yeah. So basically, Devin has two past presidents um, on the board, with her, which is um, great for her. <laughs> um, well, I know, Carlos, you've talked a lot about um, why you joined and the benefits to you and why you volunteer. And, you know, a lot of people are hesitant to commit time and energy towards something like this. Um, what, what advice do you have for people interested in volunteering, interested in kind of getting really into the thick of things? Sure. Um, I would say that, because again, I, I completely understand sort of everyone has their, their work jobs, their day jobs, um, and they're worried about sort of their involvement in an organization of their peers. Um, and not sure that they can commit to a lot in the, after, in the evenings, during the day, on weekends or whatever. I completely understand that. But I think there are opportunities where, you know, if there is an hour or two hours that you have to commit, I think there's, there are opportunities there to volunteer for that hour or for, that, for those two hours. Um, my recommendation would be, uh, it's actually either twofold. One, if there is something that you are truly passionate about, because the one thing I guess to sort of say, I, people may not know this, but MPI, even though it's a you know, professional development, volunteer-based organization, it really is run like a professional business. And so there are a lot of opportunities that you may not get to experience in your current work world. And because the way that MPI is run and structured, there are a ton of opportunities that you could take advantage of by volunteering. So I say that because if there is something that you are truly passionate about that you may not have the opportunity to do in your current work world, there may be that opportunity to volunteer for that within MPI. So, you know, if social media is something that you truly are passionate about and that you enjoy and you want to get to learn how to do um, you know, marketing campaigns, using different platforms, but you may not do that in your work world, there's an opportunity to volunteer and learn how to do that within MPI and then take that back to your, to your work world, uh, to your current position or to the next position that you may have. And on the flip side, if you don't have an experience that you think you may need, there's an there could be that opportunity. If, you know, writing may not be something that you... Uh, feel very comfortable doing, 
there's an opportunity to work on the publications team and to work on writing and to have that support of the committee and of the leaders to hone that skill so that you can use that back in your, you know, back in your day job. So I think that's my, my take on it is that to think about either opportunities or things that you really enjoy and find that passion or find that opportunity within the chapter or find something that you don't have the experience on and you want to be able to hone that experience and find that opportunity within the chapter and volunteer for that. That's great. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny because you talk about these opportunities that you may not get in, in your real job. Um, and, and for some of us, it becomes our real job. Um, when I started volunteering, I started on the marketing committee. And now this is literally what I do for a living uh, in events. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it sometimes becomes your career. Um, you never know where a volunteer opportunity will take you, right? Right. Um, <laughs> it's how I got my first job in the industry. Um, if you could give one tip for how to get the most out of your MPI membership, what would it be? Um, well, I think based off of what I've said, I think the one tip would be to get involved. Um, you know, there is something to be, you know, there's something to be said about attending an event and, you know, whether it's a networking event or an educational event within the organization, I think that's great. Uh, but I think to really sort of create and establish those true uh, professional networking opportunities and building your professional network, I think that really happens when you get involved and you're spending that time working with other volunteers and, uh, you know, on different activities throughout the course of the year, you really truly build solid uh, relationships. Uh, and some of them are professional relationships and then others, you know, you know, grow to be more than just a professional relationship, but they come prefer, you know, personal relationships where you really have true friends um, that come out of that. But I, I, I think the one tip would be to get involved. Uh, whatever that can be, whether you're local or you're not local to the DC area, there are opportunities to, uh, to get involved. And I think that is truly the way to make the most out of your membership within the, for the organization. That's great. Well, thank you so much for joining us. There's so many takeaways from this. It's kind of mind boggling. Um, and we're so happy that you're able to join us today. And for those of you who are listening in uh, for the very first time to the MPI Potomac cast, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, there will be many, many more to come. Uh, episodes will be releasing every other Wednesday um, on iTunes, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, whatever your favorite podcast app is. Uh, we are going to try to be there. Um, for more information about MPI Potomac Chapter, you can check out mpipotomac.org. Uh, and if we also want to know what you think, um, so engage with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. Use the hashtag MPI Potomac or join the MPI Potomac Facebook group. Let us know what topics you want to hear about um, or who you want to be on the show. Uh, and remember, this is about hearing from the voices of MPI Potomac chapter. So it could even be you. Um, thank you so much for joining us and we will see you next time on the MPI Potomac cast. Thanks, Carlos. Thanks, Alex. Thank you.